What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Pace the Nation, broadcasting from Studio 1A in Clarendon. We're back for another episode. I'm your host, Chris Farley. Alongside me, my two co-hosts back back together. To my left is Joanna E. Russo. Joanna, what's up? We're back to three. Back to three, no doubt. Glad to be back to three, and... That means that to my right is William E. Docs. Docs back in town. Welcome back. Docs, what's up? Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my pants. Put suckers in fear. Making the tears rain down like a monsoon. Listen to the bass go boom. Explosion. Yeah, man. It's coming down like a monsoon. That's right. He's back. I like that walk-up music. Well done. Thank you. Well played. I didn't know you were doing that. Uh, I'm glad you didn't talk over it. That was my biggest fear. <laughs> I usually do. I should just let things just kind of go sometimes. I was going to say, don't talk over my intro music. Well, good walk-up song. LL Cool J, William E. Docs is back. Don't call it a comeback. We're here for episode 23. Very excited to be back. 23 is one of my lucky numbers. Is it? 23 really? is in every single song. Is like it? Like, all these singers love singing about being 23. Oh, is it's that like their a, age? age? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like like 23, 23 is a good age. So tired of life. Dave uh, Matthews Band. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. That's one. There's uh, <laughs> another one where it's like 23, act my age again. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's um, two. There's a lot of them. Okay. All right. A lot. And then and then many more. All right. Well. Et cetera. Tw- 23 mm-hmm. is your. Exactly. Lo- is there a reason why 23 is your lucky number? Um. Because it's Michael Jordan's number. <laughs> Look at her. She she brushed up on her sports knowledge, Docs, uh, since we talked so much sports other than running last week. And I have if, nothing to contribute. <laughs> if there's uh, any way to kiss up to Chris Farley, that's it's right. by uh, quoting jersey numbers. <laughs> yeah, that's a little actually a little-known fact um, as I give myself some shine here. What's new? Well, you think it's shine. <laughs> we think it's shade, but go ahead. <laughs> I um. I I have like this this weird talent of just remembering people's jersey numbers. So uh, I wish it would get me something in life. But no, it's you, very useful. Very I, useful I, in life. It's I like have, a Rain Man thing, right? It kind of kind of is. If like talk about Redskins or Wizards or Nationals, I can remember all their uh, jersey numbers. Well, so we'll do that a different day. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I do have to say, though, that being a girl... So when I was in college, I lived with a house full of guys, and they were all really into sports, and I always felt really outnumbered. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would like try to learn things about sports when we were watching games. I could say things. So one time, I remember... There was somebody we were watching, and somebody had like a great play, and I was like, "Oh, that was like an awesome play." And then somebody's like, "Do you even know the coach's middle son's lap like, <laughs> name or something?" And I was like, "I don't know what you're talking about. Like, why do you need to do all this like stupid minutia to right. like sports?" All right, I, I agree with that. I do think you should know this, the the team's mascot, um, but definitely not the middle son's maiden name. Wait, the, he couldn't have a maiden name. Right. Middle name. Yeah, well, he you could. Said, it's it's. Uh, you said maiden name, so I, I just use what you said. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, but he could also have a maiden name. Sometimes uh, guys take their their wives' names. Does it's, that it's very happen? very empowering uh, for. Well, w- ladies out there, if uh, Docs is single and uh, <laughs> he's looking for a new last he, name, he 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 would mm. he would neg- if if you're looking for someone who might take your last name. Uh, docs may be available I said, for I said you. Some people out there do that. I'm not sure if I would change my last names. Yeah, Docs is really good. Yeah, 
there is a Mrs. Docs. There is a future Mrs. Docs out there, and she's going to be so proud of that last name, Docs. Exactly. Um, well, big show uh, uh, today, as always. You always promise a big show. <laughs> Well, what am I going to say? Like a horrible show? Tune out now? Or just don't say big show? No, this is a big show. Okay. Um, but, then, ex- but then how how do our listeners know that this is particularly a big show? <laughs> Good uh, because on 22 other episodes, you said big show. Well, this is a bigger than usual show. Bigger okay. than usual. Why is there it a go. bigger than usual show? Well, I was just about to explain. Thank you for asking. Um, we are headed to Ragnar. Docs and I are headed to Ragnar. We're oh, still it's a big show because it's <laughs> it's more about you. And yeah, exactly. Well, we're trying to convince you to he come along. He doesn't care if it's about me. It's yeah, a I big do. show because it's about him. No. We are headed to Ragnar this weekend, and uh, Docs and I will be interviewing, uh, getting the, the putting our finger on the pulse of what's happening this weekend as uh, we run, run Ragnar through basically a hurricane. Is it mm-hmm. hur- Hurricane... Joaquim? Joaquim. Joaquin Phoenix. Hurricane Joaquim. Docs is so mad you bailed me out. He was waiting to hear what I was going to call it. Uh, so Hurricane Joaquim is uh, barreling down on us, right? Now, Joanna told me before the show that it might be heading east. I heard, I heard that this morning on the news. Okay, well, but that's good. But it will still rain. It won't stop. It's going to be raining. Uh, we, we head off, as we record here on Thursday... We head off tomorrow morning to uh, Cumberland, Maryland, and we are going to run from Cumberland, Maryland with uh, another 1,000 teams all the way to Navy Yard, uh, to Yards Park, to the finish line there in D.C., and it's about about 200-mile trek. Uh, Docs will be running three legs of it. I'll be running three legs. Maybe. Well, he's got some injury problems. I want to hear an update on that. Mm-hmm. Um, you may be running five legs or six legs. Well, if 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 need be, uh, I don't know if I can, but we'll 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 see. We've got some uh, other folks in our van who probably can uh, help with some of that uh, those those legs if need be. Oh yeah. Um. So my third leg is four miles, okay. and I think McGarrigal runs like two or three miles right after that. Yep. He could just run my whole thing and just keep going <laughs> into his. We might have to. Is that is that um against the rules or? No, I looked up the rules so. Um, everybody has to run in the same order. Okay. Uh, or, or if you're the first runner, then you have to run 13 and 25. So you have to stick to that order. Right. And then if somebody's injured, anybody can run in their place that's already on the 12 person team. Okay. Uh, without displacing everybody else, which is different than other relays because on, on other relays that we did, if somebody got hurt, um, everybody shifted back, which was, which actually is not very good when you have, uh, a really short leg for your your people out of shape, and right. then you have like your long leg, and, and then somebody gets injured. Now suddenly, uh, somebody like me is forced to run twenty eight miles. miles. Right? Yeah, and we've set it up so you know uh, people are ready to run between certain legs, yeah. thirteen miles total, and you know up to high twenties. So Palmer's Palmer's is a twenty eight mile twenty eight mile total. Which is ridiculous. I mean if we can get down to that, that's it's just ridiculous that there that there's that big of a disparity between what's when what's your total legs? Fourteen. Fourteen miles. Yeah, yeah. you can hang in there for fourteen miles. I Well we'll we will we will find on, out. And based we're gonna on what? Based on <laughs> you're going to need to because <laughs> I'm not sure we're going to have enough folks in the van who will be able to cover your legs if you don't do it. 
Uh, but we're going to hear a little later in the show. We'll talk about your injury. We're going to interview you about your in- injury. Uh, we're going to we're going to actually find out today later in the show whether you made it through or not. Mm-hmm. So that's very exciting. Spoiler alert: I'm not going to make it. <laughs> well, here as we sit on Thursday recording, I, and I'm trying to chronological this for people here. Uh-huh. We leave tomorrow. We start. Oh, well. um, what is that? Not a word. It's a word. It's just not being used correctly. <laughs> I'm trying to go in chronological order here. There you go. Uh, we leave tomorrow at about 10. We start about 2. We leave from Arlington about 10. We start about 2 from Cumberland. Your first leg is roughly what time, Docs? Not roughly. It's exactly at 2 o'clock. Oh, okay. Because you're <laughs> the I'm lead running off. the lead off. Okay. Yeah. So he's leading us off. And he'll run a total of 14 miles. Leg 2. Leg 1 is how long? Five miles. Leg two is? Four and a half. Four and a half, and then the last one you said four. was four. So, Give or take. Your injury uh, status is what now as we sit here on Thursday? If this was a real sport, I'd be on the DL. <laughs> okay. If this was, if, if this was uh, the NFL, I'd be on the PFUP list. Yeah. Do you think that there's people out there that have fantasy Ragnar leagues? That's a great, <laughs> great question. We talked about this once uh, a while ago about doing a, um, a fantasy cross country league. Mm-hmm. Uh, so actually, I was talking to this with a, a girl, uh, unlike you, who had a male roommate, uh, and her she would come home, and her roommate would tell her nonstop about her about his fantasy football team. Yeah. And it would drive her crazy because she could care less. And actually, as a rule of, rule of thumb, nobody cares about your fantasy football team. doesn't matter who you are. Um, True. And so then we were talking, we were joking around once about, uh, tell, start telling him about your fantasy cross-country league. And be like, oh, I got this kid from Florida, and he got third in... in uh, nobody cares about in regionals. that. I know, but the whole point is to like, if, right. if your roommate is yapping about your, your, your fake football league... Then, then yap you about just yap your back fake cross-country league. A completely well, fake cross-country league right. that doesn't exist. There seems to be a lot of fakery in your life. Yeah. <laughs> seems to be a, a lot of fakery, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Fraternities, <laughs> fake cross-country leagues. Fake ages. Yeah. Sorry, we put yeah. ourselves out there last week, Docs, when you weren't there. I know. I heard about that. Nobody was more shocked than me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. 22 episodes. You know, like, mm-hmm. who have I been doing these with? Mm-hmm. So let me exp- let me try to further explain so, uh, the, the Ragnar. Back to the Ragnar release oh. here. Oh, yeah. uh, Reel us in. We are going to record an interview, folks. Uh, we are going to attempt to uh, bring home some hardware here this weekend. Uh, that's going to be hard. Uh, well, we'll see. I mean, our goal is to win the, the Ragnar Relays or be the fastest team on the Ragnar Relay. How has yeah. your past performances been? Uh, we've done... We won in 2013. We won in 2013. What about last year? We we, we only do odd years. Okay. Yeah, we didn't run last year. Uh, we went to Hood to Coast and we did... Uh, Brought some hardware back from there. Yeah, and, and we also did Blue Ridge Mountain. Now, Docs and I aren't the reasons why our team is... As solid as actually, we are. if if you want to put it all out on the table, I'm the reason we might lose. <laughs> well, that's I'm the drama. I'm definitely the uh, slow leg. That is the that is the drama of of the event. Uh, we'll be attempting, and I'm just going to put it out there because you know, if if you don't put it out there, then you know, I don't think we're going to have a chance. But uh, we're going to put it out there and say we're going to go for the title. Yeah. So that'll be exciting for us. 
Uh, we'll record along the way, <laughs> and hopefully that'll be exciting to you or interesting to listen to as we record some folks on our team. We'll get updates from Docs. We'll interview some other folks and uh, take some pictures along the way so we can tweet it out uh, as as we go. And, of course, you can follow us at Pace the Nation on Twitter. Or follow us on Snapchat. Are we on Snapchat, too? Shouldn't we? I think I feel like everybody's on Snapchat these days. I mean, the young kids definitely are. Are you on Snapchat? Of course. Oh, okay. I don't even understand Snapchat. It disappears after 24 hours. Okay, well. No, it disappears quicker than that. Quicker than that? It does? Well, your your story only lasts for so long. Yeah, so your story's you, for 24 hours. So if you, But if you send a Snapchat to somebody, they only see they it. They see it once. Yeah. And then What's it. the difference yeah. between that and Twitter? Like, why would I want to do Snapchat versus Twitter? Well, because... Twitter is always like you always have a tw- uh, feed, so it's there. Right. Wherever. Okay. You can always look at it, but with Snapchat, it's. And give me a reason why you would Snapchat something that you want to go away. Well, because maybe you you don't want to you don't want it out there for the rest of your life. Okay. So like, let's say you see something funny, like you're walking down the street and you see one of those new like segways that are just under the feet. Have yeah. you seen these? So it's like kind of a funny thing, right? You want to share it with your friends. So you like take a little Snapchat and then send it to your friends. And then that's it. You that's send it. it to them and it's you don't make a story. Well, you can make a story if you want. You don't need to, though. Okay. So you're saying you would do that instead of tweet it because it wouldn't be the novelty wears off pretty quickly. Because she figures by the, the time. Segue thing. By the time she's our age. Uh, she doesn't want people knowing that she like thought these segues were funny. Cool, that's what yeah. it is. Okay, yeah. like it's a like a disappearing. Because I can tell you, I can tell you, at our age, it's not funny. Right. <laughs> I got it. So it's like that tattoo you got that you wanted to disappear, because it's cool at the time, but later on, you're not sure it's going to be cool. I have to say that the the idea of this at least is makes sense because. There are people that don't get jobs because of what they have on their social media. That's true. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, um, all right. Maybe we maybe we should get a Snapchat account then, uh, and we we can see if uh, what Pace the Nations is that how it works? Is it at Pace the Nation on Snapchat? Yeah, you can choose your own name. All right, we're gonna find out if we can get at Pace the Nation. I'm, I'm feverishly taking notes on that Snapchat at Pace the Nation. And we will... Um, we'll, we'll just wait while you write that down. And we will... <laughs> Makes for good radio. Uh, <laughs> we will see if uh, we'll see if we can get on Snapchat. And if you are on Snapchat, follow us. Is that how they do it? Follow people on Snapchat? Yeah. You, you meet, add you, as a friend. Yeah, you're friends with people on Snapchat. So we'll be snapping and we'll be tweeting this weekend. You know this is? I'm sure there's some relevance here. Yeah. Oh, there we go. It's Hurricane. Yeah, it's the story of the hurricane. Is this the story of a hurricane or is this the story of your Ragnar? <laughs> it, it, it's both. It uh, looks like so Friday... I when I look on my uh, phone app, it looks like it says eighty to ninety percent rain on Friday, but it doesn't necessarily say hurricane. 
can can you guys give me a weather update? I think the hurricane's supposed to hit us on Sunday. Sunday. Okay. Yeah. They're talking about moving your skins game. Oh, are they? To okay. Monday night. Okay. Um well, I'd actually I'd actually be glad that that I've got a lot to do on on Sunday. That'd be good. And I, you know I can't miss the skins game, so uh so the hurricane hits on Sunday, so we should be finished by Saturday afternoon and you know shouldn't uh, uh shouldn't do anything I'll, more than rain on us then, I'll, I'll be right? honest I'm it's supposed to heavy rain and I'm curious if the race is going to be canceled too at the last minute Wow so we should be checking the updates all day long um by the time you hear this you'll know whether or not it was canceled and I'm going to make this about me because I my I, this is me- this could mess up my weekend's plans here I'm I'm going up to Princeton on Saturday night Mm-hmm. To put on a race to help put on a race up there. Huh. So do you think that race could be canceled? You're putting it on. You tell me. Well, I mean, I'm working with a group to put it on. They're the ones who are going to make the decision on it. So can you tell me the weather patterns up in Princeton, <sighs> New Jersey? Well, I think what's more important is what cancels a race. Like, is some rain going to cancel a race? Because it seems like Friday and Saturday when we're talking about Ragnar, we're talking about rain, right? Right. Or flooding. I was more worried oh, about flooding. flooding. So there are other races uh, in the area. We've got the uh, the Wilson Bridge Half Marathon on Sunday. Is that going to be in jeopardy? I would say yes. Really? I think on Sunday you're talking about having high winds and, and just torrential downpour. And if you want to know what the weather pattern is for the hurricane, I'm pretty sure that not the eye of the storm, mm-hmm. but the, the worst part of the storm is just going to be following our van. <laughs> probably i i wouldn't doubt that well tweet us if you're running ragnar if you're running the wilson bridge half marathon or if you have finished them at this point as this uh gets released on monday uh tweet us how your experience was hopefully there is no cancellations i know a lot of people have been training for both ragnar and the wilson bridge half and all other races around the area well, I'm also curious, do people like when, I mean, I, I think they understand if it's really awful weather, but do people, are they relieved when races are canceled? Do they want to run in conditions like this? Yeah, I, I, that's, a, that's a great question. I, I don't think um, if you're fit, if you're ready to race, I don't think you're relieved that it's canceled. But uh, for those who haven't been doing um, their running, I'm looking at you, Docs, because of an injury. Maybe there is some relief. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm ready to go. I think it's going to be fun to run in the weather. I mean, you don't yeah. need perfect conditions. I, I think you, you just don't want to do it if it's going to be a total show. I mean, if right. if roads are washed out and you're in an unfamiliar area and you, you can't get through and, you know, if there's lightning and, you know, it's dangerous, that's one thing. But, I mean, we run in all, yeah. all kind of weather. Right. I agree. It'll make it interesting for sure. It'll um, add to the drama. Um, for this weekend, so exactly, it'll make for a good documentary. Yeah. Uh, speaking. Yeah, speaking of, uh, unfortunately, Mark and Rafi are gonna going to not be able to film us for WETA this weekend because of all the bad weather. Is it because of the bad weather? Or did they find there wasn't enough material? <laughs> <laughs> wow, how long have you been holding on to that zinger? Uh, no, it was. They have some very expensive equipment. And I don't, I don't blame them. They should have gone for the weatherproofing. Yeah, well, it's really, real. It's really too bad. Um, but they will not be filming us. So 
you know, we're looking for people to come out and film us. Joanna. Because, I mean, nobody's going to hear this until Monday, so she's our yeah. only, our only yeah. help here. Joanna. <sighs> okay, then. All right. <laughs> well, we, um, we'll we we'll be talking more Ragnar here later in the show uh, when we do the, the live interviews. And uh, should should be should be a fun should be a fun couple days. Uh, you mentioned uh, equipment, Docs. Uh, I took the equipment to the DCXC race. Unfortunately, both of you guys weren't able to join. Uh, so I'm still editing that uh, material, and we'll probably release it on the Pace the Nation feed as kind of an additional episode uh, for the high school kids. We had a great time. They're at the race, and I appreciate everybody who um, was there, uh, was being interviewed by us, and uh, it, it really went well. And it looks like the equipment made it back in one piece. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be leaving the country anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I... I'd see that that, that, uh, that future ahead of me. Yeah, we, we you were a little concerned when you picked up the equipment today. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not I, really sure why we have uh, turnover meetings where I explain where things go <laughs> and how things are set up. Yeah, I got a uh, text message at 4:30 in the morning, right? Which is 10 o'clock here, but I was over in Switzerland at 4:30 in the morning. Hey, where's that cable? <laughs> which we didn't have. I'm glad you mentioned that to uh, look an earlier text because I needed to go out to a guitar center and grab an extra cable, uh, which we now have uh, in our, uh, in our, in our box of equipment there. So that, that's a positive that came out of it. Yeah. So the only negative was that you texted me at four thirty in the morning <laughs> and you, yeah, well, yeah, that was a negative. I apologize for that. Uh huh. But, uh, it looks like the equipment seems to be working so far. By, by grace of God. I will attempt to uh, either not do a show without you in the future or um, take a little better care of the equipment. But my point was it was a great show. <laughs> point was it was a great show. That was show. my point, too. Yeah, it was a great show, and we'll be releasing that as an additional episode here on Pace the Nation later uh, next week. So a lot of chatter this week on Twitter. Uh, I'm going to get to that in a second. Uh some chatter, more chatter about, I think we struck a nerve with people with uh, running in the bike lane. And Joanna had a story about that or a, ta a cautionary tale p potentially. Oh, I did. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my roommate was biking in the bike lane on his way to work yesterday and a runner was in the bike lane and he had to swerve to avoid the runner. So was the runner running w against your roommate? Oh, I didn't ask. Traffic? Okay. I didn't ask which direction the runner was okay. in. Okay. Well. He, so he swerved to avoid the runner, and then he got in an accident, and he f he fell off his bike. Now, did he get an accident with a moving vehicle or a parked vehicle? A moving vehicle. Really? Yeah, really? Yeah, he's really lucky that he's okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been hit by a car? Um. Yeah, I have, actually. Me too. Yeah. When when were you hit by a car? 2009, uh, January. Running? No, I was walking. Okay. You were walking? I was walking and I got hit I by I meant on car. your bike. Uh, Docs, you been hit by a car? When I was on my bike, yeah. Hmm. I've never been hit by a car. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel lucky about that. Uh, how how did that how that happen? How did I get hit by yeah. a car? I may have been riding my bike uh, in the middle of the road on the wrong side of the lane. 
uh, and the girl. See, I was trying to make a little bit of a shortcut, right? And there was a, a girl came through a side street, mm-hmm. and she was looking left at oncoming traffic and ran a stop sign as she turned the corner and uh, plowed right into me. And we made eye contact. I, I yelled a curse word seconds before we uh, collided, which made her turn in my direction. Right. The funny thing is there was a, she had a passenger in the passenger seat who was watching the whole time. Like she was looking and she didn't say anything. Um, now, I feel like we were both a little bit responsible. I shouldn't have been riding there. I was young and reckless. Uh, but she definitely ran a stop sign. Uh, and wasn't looking into uh, traffic the other way. Uh, so then I flew over her the hood of her car. Wow. And had the wind knocked out of me, and I was on the side of the car. And she kind of panicked and, and opened the door, and she's like, and so I got up. She was like, oh, my God, I thought I just killed somebody. Wow. So oh then suddenly I was, like, consoling her. I was like, no, no, it's okay. I'm fine, whatever. But we had a, a, a teammate who got hit by a car on her bike maybe several days earlier. And she had to go to the emergency room that night. Like the adrenaline, she was fine. She went to practice, and then and she went to the emergency room that night. So I was like remembering that. So I was like, "Well, I, let me get your info. I, I think I'm fine now, but you know, who knows? Maybe I'll be." Um, There'll be some later residual yeah. effects of. So yeah. I got so I got her number, uh, and then I called her shortly after that, and she, she gave me a fake number. Seriously? You're <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's not the first time you got a fake number from a girl. <laughs> oh, zing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I know that routine. Yep. That's how I knew it was a fake number. <laughs> well, uh, be safe out there, folks, especially in this rain. And um, maybe running in the bike lane, I think that finally answers that question. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. Or riding in the wrong side of traffic. Yeah, it's probably. Also proven not through statistics, yeah. not, not a, a good, good idea. idea. All right, guys, let's get to the tweets of the week here. Uh, we heard from Chris Webb. It says, Pace Nation, I would actually like to hear more attempts at you guys singing famous songs on the show. Karaoke happy hours sounds like it should happen. Um, I don't I, know, I don't I know if I agree with that. I think there needs to be less singing on the show. Probably, yeah, maybe a little less singing. I do agree with him about the happy hour, whether it's karaoke or, or not. Did we pick a date for that we, yet? We, I'm going to propose these dates here, uh, Joanna and Docs. Uh, October, Let's. we got to do it in October. I'd say either the 14th or the 15th, which is either Wednesday or Thursday, uh, or October 21st and 22nd. Well, we can't do October 21st. Is that because of Marine Corps? No, that's because that's when Navy Yard is opening. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, well, everybody should come to the grand opening of Navy Yard October 21st, but we shouldn't, you're right, we shouldn't, um, we should not have, uh, the event, uh, at the Navy Yard grand opening. We need to do two separate events for sure. So I'm proposing October 14th and 15th or October 22nd. So, uh, I'm just throwing it out there. I know if any of our listeners are doing Marine Corps, uh, October 22nd probably isn't the greatest time to go out and have a few beers uh or a couple drinks or maybe it is i don't know uh but maybe october 14th or 15th would work uh and is this going to be in virginia you know i was thinking of virginia in arlington or uh the navy yard area were were my two um 
were, were my two proposed spots. So, uh, you know, you can tweet us in. You know how to find us. Tweet us, email us. You, let us you're know saying your October 14th? Or 15th. I veto the 14th. All right, so it's either the 15th or the 22nd. We're looking at those Thursdays this uh, this month. Thirsty Thursday. The 22nd would be great. All right, 22nd looks good for Docs. Uh, but you know what? You let us know. At Pace the Nation, Joanne at Run Pacers, Chris at Run Pacers, mail to the store, all that stuff works. You know the drill. Uh, moving on to the tweets, um, again, more of the uh, comments on, on the biking. For the record, at Pace the Nation, I'm sure Jotorius DC agrees wrong way biking in the bike lane is a million times worse than running in it. Um, I, that was from K-Daddy. I don't know whether she agrees with that or not. Um, I know. He's putting words in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he also mentioned that he'd like to see uh, those uh, Kai Shai tats. Uh, so, Will Christian or anybody else out there, if you're listening, tweet us those pictures of your uh, Kai Shai tats. Uh, we heard from Satya this week. He said, uh, did, did you see that it was International Podcast Day? And that was yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. We did. We talked about it. Yeah. We celebrated. How'd you guys celebrate? Um, I celebrated um, by going to Princeton and coming back. Uh, that was... Uh, I think a lot of people did that. What'd you do, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> I listened to a podcast in Italian. Nice. There you go. That's very international. Nicholas Blake also uh, wished us a happy podcast day. Uh, he also wanted a shout out and he, say he, good luck for Chicago Marathon. When is that? This weekend? No, actually, Chicago is October 11th, so we are nine days away as we sit here on Thursday. So, yeah, good luck, Nicholas, out there. Good luck. I know that you skipped a happy hour to That's train right. for that, so we're expecting big things. Yeah, good luck, Nicholas. Yeah, that that is true. Good callback, Docs. Um, better be worth it there, Blake. <laughs> um, Kevin McHale tweeted in, appreciate him joining us last week. He sent us some pictures of Kai Shai circa 2004. Uh, they were doing some boxing in Kai Shai. Did With you not box in your era? No, we didn't. With gloves, yeah. Uh, we did not. Might have been a couple of fisticuffs without gloves, Man. but that's a different that's a different podcast. That's right. Um, thanks for joining us on the podcast last week, Kevin. I'm I am uh, sorry that I missed it, but appreciated the stories. Even though Farley has a very faulty memory of events. I, uh, yeah, well, yeah, that was through my lens. Docs may have had uh -huh. a different sort of r recall of some of the events that we mine's accurate rehashed. <laughs> <laughs> well. What what in particular was it that? Well, for for starters, you guys were implying that that the house that we lived in was passed down from teammate to teammate. But you know very well we lived in that our third year, mm -hmm. and the house was vacant our fourth year. They they found that house again several years after we were all gone. So they it was it was a coincidence. coincidence. Or or did the house find them? <laughs> could That's be. what happened. That's the house be. found them. So I mean it. I mean that was one thing. Mm -hmm. Another thing was your your take on how Kai Shai was invented and created uh, was completely false. Yeah, I misremembered a little bit here <laughs> or there. Fortunately, Joanna was here to fact check. Yeah. All right, that's true. But um, 
I think we were mostly accurate, so we appreciate. And that's pe- what counts on this show. Yeah, people. Yeah. I appreciate I appreciate think, people indulging me and listening. I think I, I said that the podcast was actually riddled with historical inaccuracies, and Run Washington tweeted back, "What happened to no fact checking?" <laughs> so uh, that's a good point, Run Washington. I apologize. Yeah, that's but I, I guess maybe I sympathize with with some of our listeners a little bit more now. Yeah. Uh, as a as a complete listener to this pro to this uh, episode twenty two. Uh, I didn't hear it until it went live. Right. That's true. Um, you you missed out, and we appreciate Kevin coming in, giving us some gear. That was really, really cool. Well, that's a, something else that was omitted. Okay. It, it's very clear on the episode that he brought a shirt for me, yes. and he brought a shirt for Joanna, and that shirt disappeared. Well, yeah, I, I do have a half zip, really nice half zip. For you. You're actually wearing it in the picture that they posted on Twitter. <laughs> no, I don't think that was, I'm not, I don't, th- I think that one was designed for me. I'm pretty sure of that. Designed for you? Yes, I think so. He, he says in the podcast, Farley, this is for you. And then I also brought the half zips, one for Docs and one for Joanna. This I, is, this is what he says in the, in the broadcast. I do have another half zip. I <laughs> yeah, do but have... not the one that he brought. It's so weird that you took my, my clothes. <laughs> I mean, a guy who has access to all sorts of running clothes twenty four seven. Well, uh, who has a, a has a wing of the house just for running clothes. We're, and we're, shoes. We, we will we will figure this out off off air. <laughs> but I do have a size large that's not going to fit you, Docs. Uh-huh. I think that our our man Kevin McHale brought uh, a couple mediums and a large. Maybe he didn't even think that he was going to have to. But why, if he brought a couple mediums, why did, why isn't there a medium for me? Well, there was, you know, I took two mediums. I did take two mediums. The truth comes out. Yeah, I did take two mediums. But one was a sh- one was a long sleeve shirt. The other one was a half zip. And yeah, I he saw said, he said the long sleeve shirt is for you, and the half zip for Docs, and a half zip for Joanna. But I have a half zip. It's just not in your size. I need to get it in your size. Just like the shoes that Cats won. In his size. I will get it in your size. <laughs> I will get it in, in your size. Okay? All right. Let's move on. All right. Liz Harding tweeted in and said, uh, who doesn't love flow track? TBH. What is TBH? To be oh, honest. To be honest. <sighs> oh, okay. To be honest. Quick draw McGraw. There you go. Um, so she said, who doesn't love flow track? To be honest. Here's another glorious video. Of UVA's Robbie Andrews, and she tweeted out a link to uh, Robbie Andrews and one of his. Dude, if that's the video from Penn Relays, I think one, it was a national championship. Dude, the the if it maybe it's a national championship, but the Penn Relays Robbie Andrews uh, video, if you all can look that one up, I think he's he's he walks somebody down mm-hmm. in the four by eight. It's awesome. I I showed that video at, to everybody before a meeting at work. And everybody's like, wow, that was great. And then they were like, what does that have to do with what we're talking about today? I was like, nothing, but it was an but awesome was race, right? Cool. Yeah, he was so far behind in that race. Was he in your, on back. your fantasy team? <laughs> I, yes, I had, him, I had him picked. I won that week. Uh, we did tweet out the flow track video of Kevin beating uh, Galen Rupp last week. And also in that race was Leo Manzano. And we got a favorite from Leo Manzano. I think we actually got even more than eight favorites on that video. So that's pretty cool. Uh, finally, 
couple final tweets here. Jessica Rose cut two minutes off her PR at the Clarendon 5K. Listening to all those episodes finally paid off. Two minutes. That's huge. Know, huge. Uh, so if she listened to how many episodes would it take to get five seconds? Do the math on that. It's impossible. We'll have to send that off yeah. to NASA. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she got a two-minute PR at the Clarendon Day race last week. And finally, our tweet of the week was from Satya. I think he's probably a two-time winner at this point. Episode 22 of Pace the Nation wasn't the same without William E. Docs. Aww. Very nice. Thank Satya. you, Satya. I think I nominated that online. I, I didn't think you guys were going to uh, have the same view of that as me, but... I thought it was uh, I thought it was a, a a good point on his part. I did think that we were um, we didn't have the same sort of uh, you know the same sort of the vibe show was... without without you. So I'll I appreciate you that. There. Thank you. Um, I if we're still doing Twitter, I want to um, mount a personal attack against the Pacers running Twitter account. Okay, go ahead. Quote: They said it's podcast day. Check out Pace the Nation, a weekly podcast with Pacer, Pacers running hosts, Run Pacer and Detorious DC. Wow, seems like a um, somebody was omitted. Huge in o- that. omission there. I had to ask you guys if I was fired. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you obviously are here again. Just and- not loved. And we we uh, wouldn't have been able to set up the. I guarantee we wouldn't have been able to set up the equipment if you were fired. I'm trying to figure out if actually so, that's one reason why I don't want to teach you how to do all this stuff because I really <laughs> feel like security. I'm being pushed out the door. Yeah, uh, trying to figure out. I, I can't remember back to uh, a few episodes back where Santia, who he picked, I think he picked me as did, his yeah. favorite host. Yeah, and yeah, there it is. He it's on the me. card right in front of you. Yeah, he picked me and. Um, uh, maybe he is changing his mind. So, anyways, we're always jockeying for to be favorite. Uh, each of us to be your favorite hosts. So, um, yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't think we're playing that game. Are you? Yeah, are you doing maybe, that? Maybe, maybe it's huh. my insecurities. Huh. Okay. All right, guys. We still have a, a couple guests we're going to get to uh, in in shows in the future. Maggie Smith, who I've promised, we've her schedule has been. Pretty crazy. She is scheduled, and I'll just say scheduled to join us next week. Uh, we got to get the sandwich Todd update. Also, we have Steve Shinovie from Fox Five, who's going to join us as he builds into the Marine Corps Marathon. He's going to join us before his his marathon. I believe the week before the marathon. So that that'll be that'll be fun to catch up with those three guests. All right, guys. Let's hope for very little of Hurricane Joaquin. Because um, we're about to take a break and uh, we're going to be out there all day, all night. And it's going to be raining. I just don't know how hard. Um, a hard rain's going to fall. I could. There's so many Bob Dylan songs I can throw in here. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And we're going to be back with interviews on site at Ragnar. We're going to be running from Cumberland, Maryland into D.C. and... We'll be talking to Kai Shai runners. We'll be talking to other runners. And it's going to be raining. It's just a question of how much. I heard 12 inches. I know. I think um, 12 inches is a lot. I don't so. does Is it a I mean, I guess it, it is. It's a foot of rain. Yeah. I heard that we're getting that on Sunday. Okay. Well. I heard. I don't know about Friday and Saturday. I guess I didn't. I, I guess maybe it was Sunday. All I just right, heard well, on the radio we'll, this morning. We're going to be uh, taking a quick break. We're going to be out there, and we'll find out soon.
Well, there's an update on the Ragnar website. Mm -hmm. It just came in, actually, because okay. I checked before we recorded. Breaking news. Ragnarians, it's 100% game on. According to our weather sources, we're looking at a half inch of rain on Friday near the start line and one and a half inches of rain on Saturday near the finish line. That's and like it, nothing. And it's very likely the storm won't hit big until Sunday. Ragnar is a rain or shine event. All right. We're going to be out there. We're going to give you an inside look after this quick break. Yeah. All right, we're here. We're pulling into Rocky Gap. We made the two-hour trek from D.C. to Cumberland, Maryland. <clears throat> We've got Docs, Matthews, McGarrigal, Pierce, McCarney, myself, and Van One. The rain is uh, its not too bad right now, so we're optimistic that we're not going to get totally drenched here in the first uh, couple hours. Uh, there is a casino in the not-too-far-off distance, so I might make a trip over there while Docs checks us in. You have to be at check-in. Well, everybody seems excited, except for Docs, is always the wet blanket, but we see the other teams, and we've got maybe two other teams here. Um, There's four people. Oh, oh. And as we expected, our van is the only one that's not decorated. All right, so we are an hour and 15 minutes away from starting the race. Everything is smooth sailing so far. We'll check in with you soon. All right, we got Docs here. Lacing up the shoes. He's wearing the white New Balance shoes. Yeah. I think these are the, the Borakai. The white ones. White ones. Um, he's going to run our first leg for us. We're eight minutes away from the start. I'm going to walk jog it. <laughs> you are going to run it. How you feeling? How's the injury feeling? I didn't warm up at all. I don't want to <laughs> test it and know what I'm in for. Okay, so it's going to be a surprise. Either you come through running and... Sort of the plan, or or not. So we'll we'll, we'll find out soon. About and five minutes. We're either going to run this race, or we're going to go to the casino. We'll find out. <laughs> All right, that's Docs. He's on his way to leg number one here at the Ragnar Relays in Cumberland, Maryland. We're a, not. We're about 200 miles from home. Docs is going to put us six miles less. So we'll be 194 after you're done. Uh, actually, that's not true because this is an out and back around the <laughs> lake. So we're literally stopping about 100 feet away from where I start. That's true. That's true. All right, we're fact-checking a little too much. All right, that's Docs. He's off to the start line. This is Pace the Nation at the Ragnar Relay, and we'll be right back. Yeah. All right, we are at... The Exchange Zone 12, Clear Springs High School. Okay. Thank you, Wendy. I found a uh, couple of people who are doing Ragnar with us. We're going to interview them for Pace the Nation. All right, we're back. This is Chris with Pace the Nation. I'm with a couple of my friends. What's your name? Wendy. And what's your name? Mike. All right. Have you heard of 
Pace the Nation, Wendy? No. Mike, have you heard of Pace the Nation? I have not. Okay. Well, that's too bad. Um, it's, a it's a show that comes out every Monday. It's about running. Um, and we're following our Ragnar team today. Uh, and I wanted to ask you a couple questions about your Ragnar team. What's your team's name and how you guys, how you guys doing out there? We are the terrible team. Okay. Like the towel. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, we're okay, I think. We're not fast. We're not looking for winning. We're but we're healthy so far. Nobody's sick. No, we're having a wonderful time. Yeah. Is this your guy's first Ragnar? Oh, no. This is like the this fourth. Fourth this, fourth this year. And then we have another one in three weeks. Oh, wow. And for her, how many are you? Uh, seven are all no, not this year. Wow. Okay, so you guys are like way into it. What? Why are you guys so? What? What, what is it about Ragnar? Um, I don't know. We just like to be like together. It's the only time I can spend with her. <laughs> are you guys married? No. Yeah. No, please. No. One says yes. The other one says no. no. We're very far away. Or very far away from being married. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah, we live uh, 900 miles apart. Yeah. All right, so doesn't don't live in the same place. So yeah, that's I was kind of interested on how the teams. How do you connect with your teammates? Like, do you guys know each other from, I don't know, a local running club? Doesn't sound like you guys are all different places. That's how we started the the local running club with some of the the people from the team, and then they knew someone from work that we called from other states, and then we the first one we got together was Key West. Okay. And then that's how we started getting together. And then every time, it's not the same team, but uh, at least we're like two or three always repeats probably together. All right, last question. Give me your best like story of Ragnar, maybe today, maybe from before. You guys are veteran Ragnar runners. Yeah. All right, well, tell me about Jeff. You go, you go. Okay. Well, which part do we tell about Jeff? Where's Jeff or the van? Where is Jeff? Well, one of our Ragnar teams at Ragnar Trail Atlanta, we named Where's Jeff? Because the previous Ragnar, Jeff, who's in our team, every time we're getting ready to go, well, Jeff's never there to be found. And we weren't quite sure what to make of it, so we eventually spied John Jeff and found that Jeff doesn't walk in straight lines. He goes left to right when it would take you and me 30 seconds to walk, takes him about 15 minutes. And Jeff just goes off on his own and... uh Jeff is awesome. So whatever the case, our next team was Where's Jeff? So we had a shirt with a picture of Jeff on it, and, well, there's Jeff. All right, so today's team is not Where's Jeff, though, right? No, he's not here. Not here. <laughs> yeah, he's probably slowing you guys down. Yeah. yeah, somebody, some girl says that when I went to the line. She's like, of course he's wearing shorts. Damn it, Jay! Go, Ragnar! That's what All you right. say when you don't know their, their name. <laughs> Doc's just finished his second leg. You should take that peanut butter and jelly sandwich out of your mouth before you ask me a question. <laughs> Doc's ought to go out there. Oh, man. Uh, glad to be done. Glad to be done. Um, I'm hurting right now. How was it out there? Was there anything of note? Besides the two manure farms that I had to pass, nothing more motivating when you're trying to push your body to the limit than the smell of fresh manure. 
Alright, that's Docs. I think we're in first place. Docs had four kills out there. It's 11 o'clock at night. We're going strong. Van 2 is the van in motion right now. Alright, we're with Tom McCarney here right before his third leg. How you feeling, McCarney? <laughs> Cold, wet, ready to get this thing over with. How'd you sleep last night? Uh, I did okay in the car. Yeah. Slept a little bit? Yeah, I got, I got some shut eye. Part of it was while I was driving to the last uh, um, van stop, but I did sleep while the van wasn't moving either. All right, well, we are at Exchange Zone 26, and um, Exchange Zone 25, we had a little incident. <laughs> Can you describe the well, incident? There was some mistiming of uh, estimated pace. Yeah, how, how did Docs feel about that? I don't think he was very happy. <laughs> I don't think it was it under estimation of his pace. <laughs> we, did, we, we did disrespect his pace a little bit. And then uh, he was disrespected. Not only did we not go to the starting line with him, because we were in such a rush for McGarrigal to get to the next exchange so he would be ready, yet he sat and he was sitting in the van for five minutes <laughs> while Tim was waiting in the exchange zone. It's kind of ironic, really. All right, it was our finest moment here at Ragnar, but uh, we're soldiering through. We're going to send McCarney off here. This is Pace the Nation checking in from... Exchange Zone 26 here at the Ragnar Relay DC event. Yeah. Alright, we're back on Pace the Nation here. I'm doing some intrepid reporting to figure out what the heck happened there at Exchange Zone 25. I heard McCarney's version. Now we're with uh, McGarrigal here. Uh, so tell us what happened from when you were sitting in the van to uh, when you raced out to the uh, start of your third leg here. So I was eyeing the clock based on the information that I had. I knew that 6.15 would have put Docs right on schedule. So I figured 6.10 I was safe to get out of the van. 6.08, pounding on the van. <laughs> Shit! Got to go get out there, run out to the exchange zone. Next thing I know, people are running to the exchange zone. Is there a medic needed? Who called a medic? All the screaming in the scene, people thought there was actually a medic needed. And it turns out there is, because now Doc ha Docs has a broken hand. <laughs> he, he does. Broken hand, broken hip. If, if, you didn't, if you didn't show up one minute later, there would have been a need for a medic. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think we've kind of gotten it all back together here. I think we're all back to being friends. Sucks. It's 6.30. Uh, if that's the worst that happens, then it's not too bad. All right, McCarney's out on the course. This is Pace the Nation at the Ragnar DC race. Yeah. All right, it's 6 a.m. Nobody really slept at all. We couldn't sleep in the field outside because it was raining the entire night. We've had a few suggestions. Number one, pay an Uber $100 to take us each at 640 pace. Not a bad suggestion. 
Someone also suggested we Airbnb a place. Too bad that suggestion came up at 2 a.m., so we couldn't do that. Someone suggested we just drive back to the finish. Probably the best of the suggestions. Yeah. All right, we're back on Pace the Nation. We have just finished the Ragnar Relays. I'm here with Bill Palmer and Bob Feely, who are both in Van 2. And I want to get uh, sort of a summary of what happened there at the end. Uh, Bill had the last leg of 12 miles. I think we were 40 minutes behind Doc's. I think it was 40 minutes or so. That's right. And it was 12 miles, and we were doing the math. And my math told me... Oh, this is dangerous. <laughs> that my math told me that if, if Palmer beats the competitor by at least three minutes a mile for 12 miles, that's 36 minutes. Now, if he beats them by four minutes a mile, let's say he ran seven minutes. Okay. And then they run 11 minutes. Which is a difference of what? 48 minutes. Yeah. Mm, wow. So that would have put us... I'm going to go check with the race organizers to see if that's true. <laughs> with the overall win. We knew we were going to win at this point. I don't mean to sound cocky. Uh-huh. But we knew we were going to win. You don't need to sound cocky, but you do sound cocky. We knew we were going to win. Yeah. But it was just a matter of whether we were going to cross the finish line first or uh-huh. not. So, I forget, this is a question for Bill. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, so, Bill, what happened out there? Well, I took a wrong turn. And then being the good Boy Scout that I guess I am, I, instead of making a beeline to the finish like I could have, I turned back around and went around the stadium and then finished the correct way. So, I saw a guy in Maryland shorts. Yeah. It's not the same guy who had the Maryland Speedo from before, Docs. Well, there was a Maryland Speedo out there. With a double tattoo on the on his leg. Yeah, yeah. so I saw the guy with yeah. Maryland shorts. He finished first. Yeah, I definitely passed him on the course somewhere on 3rd Street. I feel like it was up beyond the one mile to go or, or right around there. I feel like it was a mile and a half to one mile to go. And he finished, what, three minutes ahead of us? So he finished about... If that three minutes so that, ahead of us, so suspect. I, I don't know. <laughs> so, so I mean, it doesn't matter. We still win the overall. It just was took a little wind out of our sails. I would I say. So, yeah. No, I was really. I mean, I was counting. I was counting on my on my leg, and I really thought. I really thought we had it. So it's kind of disappointing to find defeat out of what is it. Take get defeat out, grasp defeat out of the jaws, the jaws of, of victory. victory. Yeah, yeah I, that's a good that's a good cliche. Like that's what happened. Um, so you, so you counted you counted people and knew that you had passed everybody that could be passed. Did you let up at the end? Uh, I only I was I was going on my body how it felt. So letting up, it's kind it's of a not, relative term. It sounds to me like maybe uh, you might have mentally, you know said oh we got it in the bag and and maybe there's another where those three minutes could have come from now the issue the issue the three minutes came from a transition around 31 and uh, I, unfortunately I was part of that transition we'll, all right we'll talk about that in a second but but well, go ahead. Tim Tim is very insightful there he's like reading my I, I did think that out on the course 
May, maybe a little bit. Let's not give Palmer a hard time. He just finished 20, 28 miles. Dude's a freaking MVP. <laughs> he is by far the MVP. So I'm going to go over to Bob here. Bob killed it out there as well with his legs. I was. We're not going to tell you that his last name is Thiele so that we can protect his anonymity. No, I already introduced him earlier, um, Docs. So I was leg six handing off to leg seven, which was Bob. And we did have a little mishap. Describe it from your perspective so, on that 31 yeah, So I knew, I knew it was close, and um, I was nursing a BLT injury. <laughs> and so, so I, knew, I knew everything had to go perfectly smooth on the transition. Yep. And um, leg number six, six just came barreling down the hill. I mean, Coming in real hot. Yeah. I'm, we're talking 350, 352 pace. <laughs> you know. <laughs> How long was that leg? Uh, 50 yards. 20 miles, I think. No, no, it was it was eight miles. Full head of hair, just like blowing in the wind. I was in awe. Overtaking like the sun god. Yeah. In uh, you know ancient Maya or something, and uh, then I snapped out of it, <laughs> and uh, you know did what everybody been saying on Group Me. I just started sprinting, blind hand off, put my hand back. And I got nothing. And you can follow this on Twitter, at Pace the Nation. You can see what Bob is referencing, our blind handoff attempt. Now, the problem was, Thelias, I was trying to put it around your wrist, and I was trying to slap it on your wrist, and you had your hand out, so it was a little miscommunication. And I think you knew about the BLT injury, so you thought that I would be going slower, but I actually took off like a bat out of hell, and it just got, you know... I tweaked my back, easily lost three minutes on that 2.0-mile leg. So I think that's tongue-in-cheek. I'm not sure. Did, did that handoff, uh, was it in your head the entire two miles? Oh, yeah. I just kept beating myself up about it over and over. I mean, I'll never forget about it. Yeah, well, I'm not sure. You Again... You can see the video evidence at Pace the Nation. I lost the race for the team. I mean, <laughs> I'm not two, sure you did. I, I'd agree with that. No, well. I'm not. It's not about the time. It's about who breaks the tape. Yeah. All right. That's, Any, that's anything, what competitive is about. It's not numbers. It's anything deep. to deflect the attention off of me. I agree that both those guys blew it. All right. That's William E. Docs. We just had a conversation with Bob Feely and Bill Palmer. We're four members of the winning D.C. Ragnar team here at Navy Yard as we celebrate our victory at Space the Nation. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. We talked about Palmer's strategy of drying his shoes by shoving them into the, wedging them into the windshield and turning the defrost on them and blowing. Ow! All right, we're back here on Pace the Nation. We did win. We found out we were the winning team in 22 hours and some change. I'm with a few of the team members here. Now, happy to be joined by uh, Tim Morris, who was in Van 2, who was one of the studs in Van 2 who helped us to the victory. Uh, Tim, thanks for joining us on Pace the Nation. Yeah, man. Glad to be here. Glad to be done. Um, Now, you listen to the show, right? Yeah, avid listener. That's awesome. And um, I was just going to ask you about kind of the the way the race went down because I was in van one you were in van two I mean it, besides like the pelting rain during your second leg was there anything awful bad I would, 
Yeah, I wouldn't say awful. It was just, I mean, the weather was the factor, man. It was just yeah. like, it was terrible. I mean, it was, just, I mean, it was cold. Luckily, it wasn't too cold, but I mean, in the 40s, rain was nuts, wind was nuts. I had one leg on the CNO Canal, which was just kind of scary, and it was like dark. I was just thinking of having, like, telling these guys, if my headlight had gone out, I would have had a complete meltdown and panic attack. I mean, it was so dark out there, you know? Were, were you were you actually, like, by the canal? Yeah, oh, yeah. So you could have fallen in. Yeah, I was in the... Well, actually, the canal was... I could have fallen in probably at times, but it wasn't super close to the water, but yeah. it was just... Uh, I wasn't scared, but, I mean, there's wildlife out there. There's deer, and, like... I actually yelled at one point. I saw some beady eyes in my headlight, like, ah! It was actually a baby deer, so, you know, it wasn't so, yell-worthy, but, yeah. No, probably not that that much of a, of a, a chance to attack you there. Um, so you've done, done a number of Ragnars. You've done a couple of these relay type of events. Yeah. Is this, was this the toughest, you think? I think so, yeah. I mean, last Ragnar, we were uh, fortunate to have some good weather, as you remember. I mean, we could sleep. I mean, sleep is a big factor, and I didn't sleep one minute in this race. I mean, last time we did it, the weather was great. We had nice grass fields. I caught maybe four or five hours of sleep for the race, which is pretty crucial, but uh, a lot of caffeine and sugary snacks, you know. I mean, I'll be all right. Now, anything about your teammates? Supportive teammates, good teammates, not good teammates? <laughs> good crew, yeah. Everybody pulled their weight. I mean, Andrew, Bill, obviously. Palmer ended up running... What, 28 miles? Yeah. It's nuts. Uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't easy for anybody. Healy, everyone, yeah, everyone did their job. So, so talk to me about the decision when there was a, um, at one point, there was a, the, the race decided to cancel one of the legs. Yeah. So you and Palmer ended up running together? Yeah. Well, so I was waiting, um, we were waiting for the runner to come in. I guess it was Ray, and I was supposed to run, and... Uh, one of the guys was like, hey, what are you doing? The race is, you know, this segment's been canceled. I was like, oh, thanks for telling me. <laughs> you know? So, uh, I mean, if, if I hadn't have popped into that guy, I would have gone out on that segment by myself in that, like, into floods. scary, like, dirt road. It's pretty, it was, yeah, it was a pretty nasty segment. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, so we drove to the next segment, and Palmer and I were talking about it. I guess the race committee just said, hey, just, you know, do whatever you want. One person wants to run this, and, you know, um, however you can get there, so... We just decided it would be better. It would be more in the spirit of, you know, the relay for us to, to, to all complete it. So McGarrigal and the crew, and I think Pierce, was, were, were talking about you guys actually holding hands, running together. Was Is that accurate? A few times, yeah. <laughs> I felt like, you know, I mean, Palmer and I haven't haven't been close in these past couple of years. I don't want to get into it, but <laughs> there, there, there are some issues. So uh, I felt, you know... Why not now? I mean, why not have this bonding moment? This seven to eight mile run. Yeah, I mean it was nine point seven actually. But yeah, <laughs> oh, Jesus. in the dark. But uh, it was it was pretty special. I mean, I, I'm not gonna say there wasn't a hug, right. but uh, oh, there's a hug. But uh, there was. It was a good it was a good moment. I'll leave it at that. All right, Andrew, this is your first experience with this group of Kai Shai members. Uh, we talked and chronicled Kai Shai on podcasts before. Um, what was your impression of this chapter of Kai Shai? I mean, it's, you know, being with, it, it feels natural. It feels good to be with people that have shared the same experiences with you. I mean, um, this group of guys doesn't seem that different than the group of guys that I, that I, that I hung out with when I was in college. So it fit, fit right in, yeah. Did, did you live in the Kai Shai house? 
I did, yeah. I lived on the first floor, straight forward back. I think it was somebody's room who was who's not here, but uh, yeah, sharing a sharing a kind of it was a small the adjoining room. Yeah, yeah. It's hilarious that we all lived in the same. I mean, to your right, Andrew is one of the founders of this fake fraternity. I mean, how does that feel? I mean, I was already bragging about it to some of my friends. I was like, "Yeah, I'm with the guys that started started this uh, fake fraternity." So. <laughs> so many babes. I mean, it was obviously a babe magnet. So, so you and and I'd say Carnahan are probably the yeah the reason for Kai Shy. I mean, really, I give credit to Carnahan. I mean, he had the shirt. Yeah. You know, he he started the the notion of like this fake fraternity to you know pitch this to girls. You know, just as a goof. You know, but it was just hilarious. And, and then we started talking about stuff we had, you know, like cable, you know. We had limited cable, but we did have some cable, you know. But uh, it just it didn't really go over well. You know, we weren't really macking the ladies back then, but it didn't go it fun. Yeah. It didn't go over well with the ladies, but it's uh, been a tradition that carried on for, I mean, 20 years. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. It, it is ridiculous. It's, yeah. it's totally ridiculous. Yeah. But it's great. Anyways, it is great. That's Andrew and Tim, part of Team Kai Shy. We're on Pace the Nation. We're at the finish line at Yards Park. We're just talking to some folks. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back on Pace the Nation after this. All right, we're here with um, Raymond Whedon, Rob Pierce. It's Pace the Nation. Raymond was Van 2, Rob was Van 1. We are the champions, 22 hours and some change. Uh, We've got a couple contributing members here. Uh, Raymond, this is your first Ragnar. Everything lived up to your expectations? Um, sure. I, I don't know about everything. Um, I was promised good weather, and that didn't happen. Um, I promised it wouldn't hurt, and it definitely did. So um, besides those two things, I mean, being cramped up in the van and uh, doing a lot of running, I would say, yes, we got those so, two things right. So you were promised... We're 50-50. We're 50-50. You were promised bad things yeah. that actually happened. Yeah. You were promised good things that didn't happen. Yeah, so pretty much it was a you know uh, interesting experience all around. I'm going to use the word interesting. 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 I, I, can, I can get what interesting means. All right, Pierce, you've done a couple of these Ragnars. How did this one shake out for you uh, versus the other one that you did? A uh, little bit more difficult than uh, the previous Ragnar. I think I was in a little bit better shape for the first one. Weather didn't help things out either. But uh, all in all, you know, the uh, the funnest part of this is hanging out with my boys. And I accomplished that. So uh, hope to do it again next year. Yeah, man. Um, we uh, have committed to next year. Did you, did you realize? <laughs> I think I officially retired before the race started. But, you know, you never know. I can be convinced every now and again. I can you know everyone comes out of retirement at least once. Key West, yeah. man. Key West Ragnar. That's what I'm talking that about. February. All right. We had a couple incidents in Van 1. Um, there was some road rage that I'm not going to get into. Um, there was a missed handoff. I'm sure there was some stuff in Van 2. There must have been. Van 2 was all about the knowledge. We, we learned a lot. Uh, we, got a, we did a little uh, UVA Kai Shai history. So, you know, we had the span of uh, a first-generation Kai Shai to, I don't know what that would be. Andrew graduated in 2011, yeah. Like a mid, you know, 2000. That's crazy. That's almost 20 years span there. He could actually be your kid. He could uh, be your kid. <laughs> <laughs> I think Andrew could be your kid. No, he definitely could not be. <laughs> 
Um, so that's true. You guys got a lot of Kai Shai history. Any good nuggets from them that you can share on the podcast? I mean, it's, it's pretty safe to say that um, the younger kids are definitely faster than us, um, but we definitely party harder than they did. It was, yeah. It's not even close. Yeah, so I, I, would, I would definitely agree with that. Um, Pierce, what were you thinking when Doc slammed the, his hand on the van window when McGarrigal didn't make it to the start line? It's actually a good question. You know, being in the military, I've seen some kind of crazy guys. And, uh, dude, the fire in that guy's eyes and uh, the look on his face, do not cross a Tim Marriott when uh, you're not there for the handoff. Not that's a, a good thing to do. That's a, a great thing to do. That's a great call. All right, that's Raymond Weed and Rob Pierce. They're part of the 2015 Ragnar DC Championship team. We're here at Yards Park. It's Basin Nation. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back after this. Yeah. All right, we're back here at Yards Park. We are the champion team, finishing in 22 hours and some change here. I'm with Mike Matthews. He was part of Van 1, his first Ragnar. Um, did pretty good, man. What was what did you think? Everything you expected? Yeah, it was what I expected and then more. How so more? more. Yeah, it was kind of cool. The, the camaraderie of the, uh, the event really was, was more than I was expecting. I mean, I, 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 I brought a book. I mean, I mean no, no one might, not too many people know this. I actually brought two books. I brought two books in my backpack. Being at Ragnar, your backpack is uh, is, is very, uh, very, very, very uh, real expensive real estate. And yeah, I, and it definitely I, is. I filled it up with, with with two books, and that was because I thought I'd have a, a lot of time where I didn't want to do anything with the people around me and just sit and and read a book. That is a great nugget. Yeah, we didn't have we didn't have much time to. Yeah, to do and much I just else. and you know how many times I cracked the book. Zero. It rhymes with hippie. <laughs> he cracked it zippy times. That is pretty cool, man. Now, I was psyched because you're obviously one of my best friends and um, not doing one. I wasn't sure how you'd uh, take to it, but you ran hard. And I caught you at one point say, next year when we do this. So I thought that was really telling. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in next year. I, I, I think it can only get better with the, the, the weather, obviously. But I have a few tweaks I'd like to, to bring to the table. If, 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 I, if I'm a voting member next year, yeah, yeah, yeah. possibly. I, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna upgrade the, we're gonna upgrade the van. Yeah, we're gonna upgrade, we're gonna upgrade the van so we have a ample opportunity to, 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 to rest and lie out and have a good time within. And, and that's and that and that's about it. There's one or two legs I'd like to I'd like to run over the others. But uh, one of the things that you brought and I wanted to ask you about was the uh, the satellite radio and the game that we played throughout. Play, please explain the game to our listeners. That was very important throughout the 22 hours we were out there. Sure. Let's, I mean, for the, let's set the record straight. I didn't bring the satellite radio. I mean, like, wasn't something I like packed. In my bag, and we talked about it. Real wasn't estate. with the books. Right, you know. Know. I was in the car. Uh, we're going to play a little uh, stop no veto. You know, we'll play a little stop no veto. All right, what are the rules? I'm just not sure. Docs knows the rules still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start with channel one, and you and you sift through from channel one, two, three. And then when you get to a song you like, anyone in the car can yell stop. 
and then you have to listen to that and song. You have to listen to uh, you have to listen to that song. And anyone in the car key veto, but you only get a veto once every hour. Yeah. So you got to use those. You got to you got to you got to use those carefully. And um, also, every hour, everyone gets a stop, no veto. That's when you come across a song like a Color Me Bad song for Farley. He hears it, he yells, stop, no veto. No one can veto that song. We're listening to it. Well, that was a, that was a game we played. I'm not sure I stopped, no veto today. Color Me Bad. You make me feel so good. <laughs> I might have. But that was a, that was a, uh, a great addition to the... To the to the uh, Ragnar Van Rye, I have to admit, because I think that <laughs> I think we would have been listening to Pearl Jam the entire way had you not had you not brought that game to the table. All right, that's Mike Matthews. <laughs> he was in Van One and did an awesome job. Uh, we are at Yards Park. We're champions of the 2015 Ragnar Relay DC version. 22 hours plus. Uh, great event. 625 per mile. 625 per mile that Bob just uh, just let me know. Uh, it was it, it was a, it was an awesome event, and uh, I think we can probably rally the troops to do it next year and try to break our time. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna the vans. That was one thing that Matthews just said. Yeah. Bill will oh. not be blow drying his shoes on the defroster yeah. vents in the car next year. That was a that was a morale buster. Yes. Okay. Bill, they smell. Yes. Badly. Toxic. Yeah. High heat and defrost yeah. is not a good thing. High heat. Like, that was his older pair of teeth. The fan was on high. Yeah. You know how that goes. All right, it's... We did have some... Yeah. I was the only one to share. All right, it's Pace the Nation. I've got Matthews, I got Feely, I got Matthews' wife, Wendy, I got Docs, I got Morris, I got McCarney, I got Raymond, I got Pierce, I got McGarrigal, I got Palmer, I got Andrew, we got all everybody here. It was a team effort. We did uh, it in 22 hours. I keep mentioning that because I'm very proud of it. Uh, and we look forward to next year with the same crew, maybe minus Raymond. All right, for Docs, I'm Farley. It's Pace Nation. We'll talk soon. Yeah. All right, welcome back to Pace the Nation. We are back from Ragnar. It's actually Sunday night. I'm with William E. Docks and Joanna Russo. Whoa, whoa. Joanna E. Russo? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Where's your respect? I've been with William E. Docks for quite some time. Well, uh, so it's good to see you, weird. Joanna. No, I mean just this weekend, my friend. <laughs> a little too much. Uh, so it's good to see you, Joanna. Uh, it was a long weekend uh, for us and the Kai Shai group. I'm sure you just can't wait to hear all about it. To dive into this. I mean, I've been waiting all weekend. <laughs> no. uh-huh. To hear. And it's not like I could have known what happened in the race it, until this moment. It wouldn't be such a mystery if you had just done the documentary <laughs> like you wanted to. Yeah. Oh, but it was raining. Uh, yeah, that's we heard that it, already it from WTA. <laughs> By the way, I think that the documentary needs to go past the finish line 
the six hours afterwards where we went out last night to to celebrate uh where everybody was walking like they got shot in the leg yeah uh, I think that's an interesting aspect. I think of it's the, an interesting part of it. I mean, it wasn't some sort of epic night. Don't get us wrong here. It was like have a, have a couple beers and it's, you, people you know. are in town. You're going out. We yeah. just had some dinner. We had a couple right. beers and and then uh, fortunately um, nobody felt the need to peer pressure everybody <laughs> into going out for a third beer. Right. And we were able to go to bed at uh, really early at a reasonable hour. I was exhausted, yeah. but it it was funny because it's this large group of of guys. Uh, walking down the street, kind of like shuffling, like penguins or something. Yeah, injured uh, and you know our our calves and quads and everything else hurt. So. Yeah. Oh, speaking of injuries, did you run all three leg stocks? I did. The first leg I ran, I felt fine uh, physically, and then the second leg, about a mile or two in, my hip was really killing me. And then the last leg, I was just in pain the whole time. And it was more mileage that than he's done <laughs> all of the month of, of September. He's already racked up more mileage in uh, October. That may have been exaggerated, but well, yes. Well, I mean, it's good for the, uh, it's for good the, for the show. show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. There's no, fa- there's no, no fact check. Yeah, there's yeah. no fact check. So you ran all three legs, and it seems like you survived. So yeah. how did the other people in your van and the other van do? Good. Co- I mean... It was. They fared much better than I did. It was a. <laughs> it was a group of guys who were, you know, our van was a group of guys who were who were pretty fit, but not super fit. Van two had all the the guys who were more fit, really fit. Like, did you stack van pace. two? Did you mean to? Well, the the two hardest legs are eleven and twelve. Okay. So we had uh, Tim Morris, who's n- never been unfit in his life. I know. Uh, he ran 11 and Bill Palmer, who is just uh, amazing right now. He's a machine. Um, he ran, he, like he ran like 12, which was 28 miles. So they were intentionally, uh, those two. Okay. And then, um, the kid, uh, ran leg nine. Yeah. Andrew, Andrew Mearns. Yep. Who's, the kid? Yeah. He's younger than us. Oh, okay. we, we did. There's no overlap. He's, he's, he's a lot younger than us. Uh, we got his name from um, Pete Watson, the, the, yeah, coach, the, the coach, the at, distance at, coach at, at UVA. So to answer your question, you know, even Van One, who wasn't as stacked as Van Two, everybody ran well. Um, did you happen to take notice of what shoes everyone was wearing? I did, of course. Did you? So I'm you, not sure Doc's did, but yeah. So you have you have a breakdown for me on every person what they wore for every leg? It would be incredibly boring, <laughs> but definitely in my my van, I could tell you what everybody ran. Did everybody wear? Did anybody switch shoes? You were the only one in our van who switched shoes. Really? Yeah. People ran all three legs in the same shoes. Yeah. Wasn't it raining? It, it was, was raining, yeah. and uh, so McCarney leg number two. He three. ran the orange. Fact check three. <laughs> three. Yeah, that's right. McGarrigal was like number two. Fact uh, check true. Uh, so <laughs> McCarney ran the in the orange 1600 flats. Okay. So, uh, you know, that was um, that was a... Uh, interesting choice. Interesting choice of a guy yeah. who's somewhat could be injury prone, potentially, but... Uh, Went well. He was fit. He was, he was super fit. He did great. McGarrigal ran in the adrenaline... And maybe he ran in the 2000. I might be wrong on him. Uh, he was leg two. Docs ran in the uh, black shoes and white shoes. Okay. Uh-huh. So both those. Started out, I went, I went, he went white, white shoes, black, black shoes, white, white shoes. shoes. So Boracay, Zante, Boracay. Yep. Uh, if you say so. <laughs> and then uh, leg number four, 
you'll have to remind me is Matthews. Matthews ran in the adrenaline the whole way, the orange ones. And he also uh, color coordinated every aspect outfit. of his outfit. He did a great job. He had of that. three different outfits, and he had about fifty different ex- accessories on each outfit. So, like a color coordinated headband, wristbands, and watches. His first oh. Ragnar. Definitely, it was, it was he his was first Ragnar. He, uh, yeah, yeah, he he uh, he did real well too, and probably was the most uh, color coordinated by far. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Pierce ran in the uh, the Boost Glide, okay, the entire way, and then I ran actually randomly. I ran, uh, you know, I I, I was going to switch shoes, but I ran in the New Balance eight 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 seventy the whole time. So, all right, here's a shoe question, yeah. and I really hate myself for doing this. <laughs> yeah. Um, what were you wearing at post race? Oh, I was probably wearing the the Hoka one ones. Yes, the Hokas. Yeah. Um, Morris asked me this morning if you were wearing the Hokas, if you raced in the Hokas. No, I didn't. I didn't race in the Hokas. I just I got this metatarsal problem. But you know that's called yeah, a metatarsal problem. Yeah. So the Hokas have a little bit more of a, a midsole. But uh, you know that's that's a few okay. episodes back. We're past yeah. that. No, I just he asked. yeah. But yeah, I did. I can't tell you what Van Two ran in. Because you know you don't see Van too as much, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know that that really probably wasn't that interesting to people. No, and that. you said that at the beginning. You're like, this is not going to be a very interesting answer. Right. But here we go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but here we go. But Just let, brush let it me, off. Then yeah. you don't have to answer the question. Right. That's true. That you posed yourself. But I do like your line of questions, Joanna. What what else you got for us? Um, well, so so you got one guy run in the sixteen hundred, which for the weather was an interesting choice. Yeah. So how did the weather impact the race? Uh, very much so, a yeah. lot, especially oh, yeah. at night. The night, the night uh, legs. So at Ragnar, you will sleep. You know, maybe a couple hours if you're lucky. Uh, and if you're Van One, you'll sleep at the exchange zone uh, before leg twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah. And there's all this space outside where if you don't have a hurricane coming through. You can usually just lay out in the grass in a sleeping bag. It's a, a it's a big park with yeah. with this enormous grass field that during two years ago was was a just um, it looked like a sleeping bag farm yeah, littered with <laughs> sleeping bags and people in the in the sleeping yeah. bags and and this time it was uh, everybody was in the parking lot and you had six people in each van uh, not enough space to actually sleep. Um, and it was pouring rain. It, it yeah. was at this time. It was just uh, coming down in buckets. We were in the eye of the hurricane. Well, no, maybe not. Well, for all the weather aficionados out there, the eye of the hurricane is actually calm. True. All right. I, I knew as it was coming out, I knew I was wrong. But uh-huh. we were definitely not in the eye of the hurricane. We were in the most difficult part of the hurricane, whatever that is. Uh, that's the part we were in at about three to four o'clock in the morning. So we all were confined to the single minivan that we had (laughs) did you have any snorers in your van Uh, yes yeah we did yes and i recorded one of them i don't know if we want to name those names or not uh no i don't want to name the names publicly um but i'm not going to publicly shame him but privately i will play this video for you is it a bad thing to be a snorer when everybody else trying to sleep yes okay yeah but we did have a it's, snore. It's, it's not. I think that it's also nobody wants to have like videos of them sleeping <laughs> uh, publicized either. Yeah. So probably. no, yeah, it's, that's true. Snoring is not a, something to be uh, proud of. No, like ashamed of. Oh, ashamed <laughs> the exact of. opposite, okay. donkey. Uh, I'm just saying. Yes. That I, did make it difficult to sleep. 
Farley, did you have any trouble sleeping in the in the the hatchback of the the van on top of everybody's bags? I had I had a lot of trouble sleeping. So I was in the very back of the minivan, you know, where you might put your luggage. Well, no, not where you might where you were on top of our luggage. So I was there trying to get some room to stretch out my legs, putting them up in the air, and I got zero sleep. But uh, that was my own choice to go back there. But with six guys in this minivan, and it wasn't even like a big minivan. It was a probably no, it was a one small of one. smaller and minivans. One of the unfortunate things was the front seats didn't go under the floor on right. this one, oh. which was uh, the back seats would, but not the front seats. Mm-hmm. And that really makes a big difference. But um, as far as the weather is concerned, it, it rained off and on. Um, so for the most part, you're running in the rain. It was the waiting. So when you're waiting for the transition right. to come in, mm-hmm. it's freezing. It's in the 40s, maybe fi- low 50s. Um, and, and you're just standing there uh, and you're, you're waiting. You're not exactly sure when they're going to come in mm-hmm. and it's freezing. Once you start going, you can like, you can run in the rain. No problem. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said, the not being able to sleep made a big impact on us as well. Um, and yeah, it was, it was cold. It was, uh, the weather actually played a huge role in the, in the race. It made it, made it interesting, made it different experience. Yeah, for sure. Um, so is there any, like, I feel like every relay has hiccups. So what went wrong on your relay? Well, we, we were, you know, trying to be super competitive with it. So we were trying to get everybody in and out of the exchange zone as efficiently as possible. And for the most part, we did that. Um, did you practice beforehand? I, we actually had a couple guys doing like some fake handoffs and yelling stick and, it was more shtick than anything yeah. else. There's but, a lot uh, of shtick on the handoffs, yeah. which yeah. is fun. And uh, you can probably see me botching one of the handoffs um, online, yeah. online on Twitter yeah. at Pace the Nation or at Run Pacer. But on your Instagram, actually, you posted a, a handoff from Palmer to me. Yes, for, it was uh, at Exchange Twelve. Yep. And he actually, I didn't notice this when we even did the exchange, but he he knows how to do the exchange. He 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 did it perfect. He reached out and grabbed my my arm, or right. he grabbed me by the wrist, so he so the arm was was uh, still, and then he slapped, slapped the, bracelet the bracelet on. on. That's the way to do the Palmer, exchanges. Yeah, Palmer is he's, he's a star. Yeah, um, not only was he our best runner, yeah. he was uh, our best exchanger <laughs> as well. But uh, we we did have a little mishap. Uh, this was Doc's running on leg leg twenty five twenty five. Yeah. Where uh, that was we, your last leg. Yeah, my that last, was his leg. last leg. Painful. And, oh my gosh. And we weren't sure exactly when he'd come in, and I think we weren't giving him as much credit as we should have given him. So we thought we had agreed. Maybe, <laughs> maybe five minutes more or so. So at this point, you don't want to stand around at the exchange it's zone raining. waiting for somebody. Yeah, okay. It's raining. It's cold. It's cold. It's in the forties. It's raining. So uh, McGarrigal, who was uh, leg twenty six was sitting next to us in the car. He had his shoes on, number on, ready to go, but uh, was in the car while Doc's uh, finished. I finished. I'm like, 999, 999. And everybody there, there's like 20 people at the at the exchange there, and they're all like, 999. And I was like, McGarrigal, McGarrigal. And he wasn't there, and I was just like, what? And then I, actually in my head, I was like, well, first I was pissed. I was like, we're missing the missing the handoff, right? Um, but then I was like, actually, in my head, I was like, oh no, I hope that I hope they got to the exchange. I <laughs> hope something didn't happen to them, right. you know. 
So it was like also like starting to get worried as well. Um, and I shouted and then eventually I just went down into the parking lot and ran around in the parking lot. And then I saw the van and I ran up and I just smacked the window. Uh, and that woke us up. And from there on, <laughs> we had serious adrenaline. On those, on those last legs. Oh, I mean, actually, in hindsight, and I think that we just we did some interviews that, that we played earlier in the, the show here. And I think we had a couple guys to kind of describe the scene there. In hindsight, I think that got us going a little bit. So we appreciate you injecting us with some uh, fear, Docs. Because mm-hmm. he slammed the... Uh, Slammed the car window. I thought he maybe hurt his hand. He slammed it so hard. Yeah, then we had to rush to the hospital. <laughs> but uh, funny that you, you say rush to the hospital because as McGarrigal was, was running off, uh, one of the volunteers is yeah. screaming, <laughs> Does somebody need a medic? Does somebody need a medic? So they were really a little concerned. Is that because oh. I was yelling so much that yeah. somebody needed a medic? Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. Yeah. So a little bit of a scene. Uh, I think we were... But that's good. Like if when there's a scene, it's good to have an excuse to run away. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, we were, we flew out of there, but we were um, you know fairly competitive with it, so uh, people were a little bit uh, surprised to see that sort of uh, uh, reaction when they didn't have somebody in the exchange yeah, zone. I think may, this may have been. I, I may have heard this on one of the other um, interviews, and if I did, maybe I'll cut it out. But they they were talking about. Like people coming to the exchange and like, okay, team three, two, one. And be like, okay, hold on, I gotta go to the bathroom first, you know. And then they go that, or like people right. would come in and they would hug and, oh, good job, and they'd hug and everything, or they'd they'd come in and then take all their stuff off. Like even though they're seeing them coming up, they would get the baton and then they would take off their extra clothes and stuff like this. We were really trying to keep the baton uh, or the slap bracelet, keep right. that moving the whole way. Um, I also didn't know that your team number was nine nine nine. I think nines are very lucky. Wow. I, I wow. think they were. Paid off. Yeah, so... I'd like to know what numbers in, in <laughs> out there are not lucky to you. There are plenty of them. 23. Uh, 23 is lucky. It's a lucky number. Yeah, it tends to be the even numbers. I don't like even numbers. You don't like even numbers. Um, so you, We only run on odd years. We Yeah, well... Well, there you go. Yeah. It could be something to that. Um, so you have 999, a very mm-hmm. lucky number, and you win the race, but you had another goal, right? We did win the race, and I'm very proud of the fact that we finished in 22 hours and two minutes, uh, which was about a six-minute and 25-second clip per uh, the time that we were out there. So, uh, yeah, that was that was obviously one of the goals that we, was we went in, and I think we talked about it on the show before. Uh, and we also had a goal to try to finish in Yards Park before any other team. Yeah. When we did, when we ran in 2013, um, they cut the race short by three legs, and then we finished. When we got there, we saw the first team finish, and it really wasn't there. Really wasn't uh, too much time. And what we thought at the time, we were like, "Hey, if we come back and do this again, and they run all 36 legs, we might actually be able to be the first ones to finish. So the last ones to start and the first ones to finish." So that's kind of a goal in the back of our head, too. Uh, so how did that botched handoff at 25 impact <laughs> that goal? Significantly. Yeah. Significantly. It, I mean, that w- that made the difference, to be honest. Well, I don't know. I it mean, was that much time. I mean, we only... We, was, we heard interviews earlier on. We heard Bill kind of describe it. But uh, let's, say, let's say like this. I mean, just, just where it was, where everything came, mm-hmm. um, we only... The first team that came in was was three minutes ahead of us and it was not 
like that botched handoff, we lost more than three minutes. That said, when Bill came in and every other team that finished, when you're when you're looking um, towards Nationals Park, you're mm-hmm. at Yards Park, and you know that bridge that goes over the water. Yeah, the, with the, the pedestrian with the bridge. Yeah. yeah, so everybody comes through there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first team that finished was the guy was running across the field from the right towards that bridge, and everybody else was coming on a trail this way when they finished. So the first guy that came across didn't also didn't run the the full course. And mm. Bill again, I think he probably mentioned it on his he did, interview. Yeah. Uh, he passed that guy at a mile and with a, half a mile to and go. a half to go. So he passed the guy, and somehow he magically teleported his way to the finish before. Sketchy. Uh, well, I mean, and it's you know, it's not about that. It's I yeah. really don't want. I mean, it's it is kind of sketchy, but you know, but uh, it's okay know, for her to say. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just I don't want to lie. I mean, you know, it is a great event, and it's we just about, lost twelve listeners. Yeah, the twelve people from yeah, that team are yeah. actually avid listeners yeah, of, exactly. of the Pace the Nation. Right. Did you meet a lot of people on the relay who knew Pace the Nation? That's a great question, Joanna, uh, and we actually have some audio of me asking about Pace the Nation. So let's go to that audio now. All right, we're back. It's Pace the Nation. We're with team... Three dudes and 18 boobs. Three dudes and 18 boobs. Um, First off, and I want you to be totally honest, have you heard of the podcast Pace the Nation? No. Have you heard of the podcast Pace the Nation? No. Have you heard of the podcast Pace the Nation? About five seconds ago. All right, perfect. So the answer is, is no. All right, so three dudes and 18 boobs... So I guess that's, I'm trying to do math. I'm not good with math, but I think that's nine women and three, three, gir- three girls, or three dudes. Yeah, okay. How did the name come about? We were just looking for something fun, okay. and that's really what it came about. So how do you guys know each other? Well, my sister-in-law knows everybody here. They're running teammates, and they needed another guy, and I joined in. All right. You guys obviously had a great time. You look like you guys did well. You're here pretty early here at 12.51. Has your team finished yet? We think in about 30 minutes. About, about 30 minutes you'll be finished. All right, so can you guys tell me something awesome, something crazy, something wacky, something not awesome, anything of note that happened on the course out there in the last 24 hours that you've been out there? Okay. Um, our friend Beverly, who's still out there, she's coming in in about 30 minutes. She um, says she... Oh, two minutes? Two minutes. Okay. Oh, boy, we got to go. We're going to wrap this up then. She, um, she said that she went one mile off course, but we suspect it's because she wanted to run a half instead of 12 miles. Nice. So we're going to call her on that when I, she gets in. I am pretty sure I saw the Blair Witch last night, too. So. Oh, yeah, the Blair Witch. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. They're going to go find their team. That's three dudes and 18 boobs. Thank you guys for joining us on pace the nation have a great time see ya little little blow to the ego <laughs> we could we could do a little bit uh maybe maybe pump a little bit more money in our marketing department yeah stickers sticker mm-hmm. bumper stickers yeah. just just regular, just regular stickers. stickers yeah yeah i you know i don't do the show for the ego but uh man mm. you don't it's <laughs> <laughs> tough but uh no hopefully we turn them on to the show Mm-hmm. Uh, because they and didn't just turn them off by bragging about <laughs> right, exactly. how awesome we how are. How great we were. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is Pace the Nation. You can follow us on Twitter at Pace the Nation. And of course, Pace the Nation is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area locations. 
Pacers running is for every run. Navy Yard opening October 21st. Uh, we had a really kind of a cool um, experience at Blue Jacket afterwards, too. Uh, and that's going to be right next to our Navy Yard store. So that was... Uh, oh, there's something in between. Really exciting. 100 Modelitos. Is it? All right. Well, it, 100 Modelitos? Um, it's a restaurant. I think that's what it's called. Uh, yeah. That was like 100 of the same thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's not 100 uh, storefronts and then Pacers. <laughs> You could actually see Pacers running if you go to Blue Jacket for sure. You can't miss it. Yeah, so. it's just two doors down. That's yeah. a cool area, actually. Yeah, and we have um, some information or announcement about that um, store in the following weeks here on Pace the Nation, so stay tuned for that. Uh, but, yeah, we had a great time. We had a beer over there. Um, and then, as you mentioned earlier, Docs, tried to have another couple beers but turned in early. But it was overall just an unbelievable experience. We'd highly recommend Ragnar DC. We appreciate the folks at Ragnar DC, and um, thanks for um, not uh, kicking us out of the race when Docs is screaming like a madman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are glad to be able to finish, and our result is in there. And all the results are listed online, too, so you can, you can see that. Uh, and, and, you know, if you're interested in seeing us, uh, you know, in print. If you're sorry that the documentary wasn't made. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. I mean, uh, I feel like we just did the documentary. <laughs> I, will say, I will say that uh, I think they really missed out because I think that the, there was enough drama, enough story there with the weather, um, with, with winning the race, with uh, missing the exchange, like the, the things that went on. Yeah. Um, I think they really missed out. I think you said it before, Docs. We had more than four minutes of content. Oh, for sure. For Way sure. more. It would have been a 22-hour and two-minute <laughs> story. I agree. All right. Next uh, week's show, we're, go- we're trying to track down Maggie Smith, as I mentioned uh, before. Uh, so that should be a good interview. We're trying to just work out the times with her. Um, also, I had one other thing, guys. Um, guys. I went to the Navy Mile today. Uh, yeah. Cool event downtown, and I know you know the answer to this, so don't uh, okay. say anything here, Joanna. I saw two of the Wassell KGs mm-hmm. there at the race this morning. Mm-hmm. Do you know which two KGs I saw? Yeah, Kerry Gallagher and Kevin Garnett. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I wish Kevin Garnett had been there. No, <laughs> Kerry was one. Kevin Garnett yeah. was not the other. Kate Grace. It was Kate Grace. Yeah. Uh, so they were there, um, and uh, the race was really cool. We uh, we we haven't had the Navy Mile or the or a race down. I think this is the first year for the Navy Mile, and it, we haven't had a race down Pennsylvania Avenue in quite some time. So that was a really cool event. Uh, so just wanted to mention that. So it was Kate Grace and did they and both Carrie, run it? Carrie Gallagher there. Uh, Kate ran it, but uh, I think Carrie was just there uh, holding the finish line again, cheering <laughs> cheering people on, mm. yeah, holding the finish line. All right. Well, I appreciate everybody hanging in there for this long show. Uh, it was a good show, but a uh, a little bit longer. So hopefully everybody enjoyed it. Thanks for indulging all the talk about our race. Absolutely. Uh, I just wanted to reiterate something that you said, though. I mean, the race was uh, it, tough conditions and everything like that, but I think they did a great job. Um, yeah. It's really fun. And if any of our listeners... Uh, we're ever thinking about doing something like this. I do think that it is a really cool, you know, once in a lifetime event. Totally. Even even if you're not going to be dumb enough to do it multiple times like we do, <laughs> uh, I think it's the kind of experience that's worth doing at least once if you're a runner. And yeah, I totally agree. And props to Docs. He was our team captain, organized everything. So 
if you are looking for a team captain, you know, this is the guy <laughs> here. <laughs> he's oh, probably yeah. not in shape to uh, run anyone anytime soon, but uh, he, he's, he was a great team captain. So I, I'm willing, to willing to answer questions on Twitter if you have any. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the extent that's of my. Uh... <laughs> yeah. For now, at least until next year's Ragnar. <laughs> All right, again, thanks to everybody for hanging in there on this uh, a little bit longer show today and in letting us uh, brag about our Ragnar experience. I thought it was really fun. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, again, as we mentioned earlier, you know, get your votes in on what day to do the happy hour, either the 15th or 22nd of this month. So that's coming up, so that'll be fun. Would love to meet a lot of our listeners, and uh, let's pack the house uh, wherever we end up, whenever we do end up there. So that's episode 23 in the books. Lucky number 23, right? Lucky number 23. Well, I hope we get to 999 of, of episodes, because I know that's a, one of your lucky numbers, too. And it was certainly lucky for us this weekend. Great time uh, we had out there at Ragnar. We also had fun. Yeah, we did. Good one. That's William E. Docs. And for Joanna E. Russo, I'm Chris Farley. This has been Pace the Nation. We'll see you next week. <laughs>